0: And she's like, I don't want a snapping turtle. It might try to bite me. And I feel like I'm refereeing a boxing match at the Special Olympics. And my aunt, who actually has special needs, is in the kitchen making a hand sandwich. And... True story. Can't make this shit up. And she takes a big bite and goes, you motherfuckers are retarded. make this shit up. So I'm sure you guys would have guessed by now. Um, naturally, I'm a middle school teacher. <laughs> yes. So by day, molding young minds. By night, on the hunt for Red October. That's a big black sub full of semen. Ooh. Ooh, I'll take some ooze. I'll take some ooze. Ooze are better than silence, bitches. Preferably driven by Denzel Washington. Even if Gene Hackman's there watching, I don't give a fuck. So, you movie buffs, you are dying right now. Fucking nerds. So, I'm in my classroom, and the fact that I'm gay gets brought up the other day, or at least I thought it was. And... um. You see, my, my school is broken up, each grade is broken up into teams, and they're named after, after colleges, and I teach all the grades. Um, so one of my sixth graders stands up and he's like, Mr. Mack, what team are you on? <laughs> right? She had the correct reaction, people. <laughs> that, that audible gasp is what I did, and my asshole puckered. <laughs> I confess people I went to a fucking dark place for just a few just a moment I'm like what fucking Jesus freak parent set this little shit up for this I'm like fuck this shit I'm not going down like that I'm not a fucking punk locking that door I'm donkey punching one of these bitches at a time Two of the Spanish speaking mijos were hopping in my fucking scion. One to use as collateral, one to translate. We're halfway to fucking Mexico. Before these little shits come to or anybody realizes what's fucking going on. I know. Thank you. And then reality set in. I calm down, and I, I realize, fuck, he means what, what team I'm on. And they don't realize that I teach all the teams. So I go, well, I'm just being silly. I'm like, well, what team do you think I'm on? And they go, yeah. Amongst my people, I am a bear, a little fake, corn-fed, a little fur, I'm a bear. So I start shitting myself laughing, and as a result, they think they guessed it. So one by one, 40 of these little bastards pops up and goes, You are a
1: bear! We got it! Mr. Mac is a bear!
0: He's a bear! And again, this is a true story, and fuck, if I ever make it big, I'm going to lose my job over this anyway. So I just go with it. And I'm like, fuck, I was like, you know what? I am a bear. We're all bears. And you know what we should do? One weekend out of every summer, we should all get together with just other bears. And just lounge around.
1: Super
0: lazy. I mean, gee, we can call it Lazy Bear Weekend Those fuckers lost their shit. Yes! <laughs> ah! Ah! And I can't make this up. The other sixth grade team, mm, the Oregon Beavers!
1: <laughs> so I
0: said an absolutely no beavers allowed wet, (laughs) smelly, and they
2: still are wood. Obviously, there's the clap break. Wow. Funny guy. Hey! She's here. Here. Yay. So you had to go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Go get
3: some BC. Are, is yeah. it because you're
2: sicky? You you got to get the special. Oh, well, I got
3: birth control, but I am still oh. feeling a little bit ill. Yeah. That I'm not going to go to the doctor for. I will well, just. Well, you were already there. Don't you just say oh, like. I went eh, I'm a lady, lady also, doctor, I should say. But she
2: didn't. She She's a regular doctor, too. She wasn't like, oh, are you OK? You get a little stuffy in your throat or whatever. Well, she I didn't mean, even she say. She could that.
3: only give me like birth control.
2: Doctors, they can give you <laughs>
3: anything. They can give you anything. Not with the insurance I have. Oh, yeah, that—that's that, the fun stuff. Um, Ooh. but yeah. So it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's six seasons. So everybody. It's six seasons. Yeah, everybody's. Gone. Right now.
2: Well, I actually—I'm gonna go burn it out of myself. I leave on Sunday to go to Mexico, Mexico. for 10, yeah, 10 days. But I learned that Cabo San Lucas actually is sunny 320 days out of the year, average. So I'm really hoping that it's like super sunny and awesome. And if gonna, it's not, I honestly don't give a fuck. You're not going to wear a lot of clothes. That's cool. No, I, I don't think we will be wearing <laughs> a lot of clothes. And the good thing is, you know, you'll be well by the time you get on the flight. Right, well, and I did this thing where um, Virgin does this new thing, where you can bid for an upgrade. So I did this, I didn't tell Jonathan, he hasn't listened to the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, But I put in a bid to get bumped up to first class on our way back. So, but I only bid $150 ticket. That's the least you can bid. You can bid from 200 uh, from 150 to 255. I'm not, which is less than the upgrade anyway. But I'm not going to spend more than 150. So, if they accept the bid, they'll charge me. But if they don't accept the bid, they don't charge me. So it's no big deal. Like it's I don't, right. I can't lose anything. But if I get, if we get chosen and we get to be in first class on the way home, on it'll Virgin be Virgin Airlines. It'll too. be the best. Like it's a two and a half hour flight. It would, Jonathan would freak out. It'll be like my Christmas present to him. Free it'll be champagne. Like, and I'll free all and this all, stuff. This stuff. And not we don't want to do it on the way there cuz we're going to be so excited and we wouldn't care anyways but okay. on the way back if we're just like you know tired and lounging right and we get to be in first class and on stuff it would be amazing so i'm really hoping fingers oh, crossed man. that virgin america cuz then I, how many mm-hmm. Uh, you know, headphones can I bring back?
3: You know what? That's usually what I do too when I fly, fly them.
2: They're they're my favorite airline. Absolutely. They really are. And that first class, ooh. I've never been, We've neither one of us has ever flown first class. So if it happens, I'm going to be super stoked. Dude, you, oh, you're going to live like kings and queens for those two hours. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, the, the chairs are like really big and comfortable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I, we'll see if I get it. And it is, for me, it's like a kind of a, crazy like $150 a ticket. What would you want to do that? But the flight was so cheap. I mean, the tickets were only like $150 anyway. Oh, really? So, yeah. Ew. I know. That's why so this is when we like to go out of town every year and it's called Moss Thanks. It's the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where Virgin American flights are the cheapest. So, last year we went and visited his sister New and York. That was right got the New York, ago. New Jersey yeah. things and then uh, this year we're going to go to Los Cabos and uh so I'm super stoked. Where are you guys staying? At an Airbnb that I found that has, like, um, a saltwater pool. And we have our own yes. private, like, balcony area. And it's yeah. this big. I'm really excited. There's a big kitchen. that's like, a group kitchen. But I'm, I don't know if other people are going to be there or not. It's, like, a bunch of cabanas that are in this one, like, group or whatever so I have no idea how it's gonna be but the pictures look amazing and I'm just like I'm
1: so excited!
2: I'm so jelly so, yeah, and you're gonna, gonna be gonna gone be... for a week right? 10 days. 10 days. So I'm actually Yay. gonna be missing two AltaCasts so it's up to you if you would like to do them. It's up to me. It's up to you. Dun, 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 dun. Completely up to you. If you don't want to do it no big deal we can take a two-week break. If you want to do it great. Whatever you Which want. means I won't be seeing... Well, I leave on the 18th, so I will see you. Oh, yeah. You'll see me. I'll see you. Yeah, because I'm back on the 13th. It's not... I'm not, like, leaving forever. Though you probably won't want to stay forever. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'm going to... I mean, things are so crazy with the the festival, I just won't... I'm going to come back and hit the ground running. It's going to be like, okay, just work, 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 work. Get it all just all the ducks in a row to just launch in January with all the PR and stuff. And, uh, oh, uh, Steve Bogey's on his way here on a plane. And he actually wanted me to tell you something. So I have Steve to, Bogey. I have to, um, old dumb face. Old dumb face comes in today at like 4:15. 15 as plane lands. And he wrote me a text and he's like, I got through the airport and security in four minutes. Like, He's like, like a fucking doctor. Okay, so this is what he
1: said. He
2: said, got through airport security in four minutes like a goddamn doctor. My flight is going to land uh, 445, something, whatever, whatever. Uh, Uber, Bart, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's what he says about, uh, tell LaToya the one time I'm fucking flying, we might be delayed because cock-sucking Trump came to the St. Charles Convention Center. Oh, man. Basically seven minutes from my house. Explain Fuck. what that means. What does that mean?
3: The St. Charles Convention Center is... its a St. Charles is a suburb out uh, in outside St. Louis where a f- bunch of fucking stupid Trump supporters. And so what it means what it means is he basically probably got caught up in traffic and shit on his way to the goddamn airport because yeah. of his orange, fat face fucking ass
1: i hate that guy
3: but the but the good thing is steve poji will be here yes and trump will be in stl great wonderful sad yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he's gonna i'm
2: really excited that he's uh um, and
3: he'll be staying at your crib right right he is going He's cat sitting yes yeah, he's cat sitting
2: for um uh, for my, for me, for my buddy, for Spike. And, uh, I mean, I started writing things down today because I'm like, yeah, ten, we're going to be on for 10, ten days. days. And there's a lot of like rules that old dumb face isn't going to want to abide by. Like, <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke in my building. It's just a thing. And if you do, the, the neighbors end up finding out. And then they tell the building manager because and you're not even allowed to smoke in the backyard. We have to smoke in front of the building for whatever reason. I don't understand, but whatever. It's a rule. I'm fine with it. You smoke pot inside. No big deal. But the cigarette smoke, I think because it like... It lingers. It lingers. It lingers and and so I it, yeah. Which is, you know what? The thing is, I think that's cool because I didn't when I was a smoker, I didn't want to smoke in my apartment either because yeah, I, I don't want the stench. Well, I don't want to smoke like with the cat. I don't want him to smoke inside with the cat either. So it's kind of like, because I don't want the cat breathing all the secondhand smoke and he already smokes enough pot smoke on his own. <laughs> (laughs) cat so I'm fine I'm fine with weed just no no but we're just afraid that oh dumb face I know he has (laughs) I mean well and the other there was last year when he took care of the kitty when I was at um Mike Scott's wedding and it was New Year's and I get a phone call at 5 in the morning on New Year's Day from my building manager Terry saying Spike's out Spike's downstairs I don't know what's going on and I'm like what and I guess Steve had been so drunk that he like left the door open or something oh, no! and so yeah there was weirdness and I was like I don't know so she picked him up and put him back in the apartment it was no big deal because she has keys so okay. no big deal but I was like what did you
4: what are you what
2: is happening Spike's downstairs how would he he doesn't even i can't imagine him walking down all four flights of stairs either wow yeah well the good
3: thing is that that's that was old old dumb face old old dumb dumb but just
2: recently he was in the hospital wait what okay so he is on my show this friday which is uh broken comedic stories of physical trauma it's gonna be this Friday 8 o'clock on has got a news on, Pum- Ta- <laughs> on Pamtastics yeah here I'll show you the picture because you sent it to me and I put it on the thing so the comedians on this show it's going to be actually if you guys want to come to a show it's a stellar lineup um, three of my favorite comedians are on it uh, Steve Poggi Chris Kanatzer and Natasha Muse all of them headliners in their own right. Steve Poggi just coming off of his, he was headlining, was he in Alabama last week headlining? I don't remember. He called me. He's like, yeah, I'm doing two shows tonight. So we did two 50 minute shows on, on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Anyways, so he's a real headliner in his own right. Chris Kanatza are obviously completely hilarious person and Natasha Muse has been in it forever and she's headlines all over the place. So anyways, that's this Friday. It's going to be a great show. And this is the picture of Poggi. I, It is so hard to just see all posts. I want to see the damn picture. There it is. So it says, just in time for this Friday's show, Steve Poggi in a hospital gown. So you can see he's got a little cuff on there. There he is. Definitely has that. Sort of new skin, haircut—not the most flattering angle no. of the poach. I'm like, why are you in the in hospital? hospital? Yeah, it's, like, it's a selfie. It's a hospital selfie. A hospital selfie. What the fuck did he do? I have no idea, but we'll probably find oh, out we'll about find it. Out. This. Uh,
3: Hopefully, it has nothing to do with cars because I remember the story he oh, told uh, talked about with him. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> running into something in his vehicle when he was when he got a DUI they didn't he never got charged for because he just was like I just sold you two. he ran into parked cars on a a parking Uh, lot. it's in felony funny but that wasn't even the felony the felony was the breaking and entering he never got in trouble at all for being drunk and driving his car and hitting two into two parked new cars so they had to trash the cars it was a car lot Crazy, right? Uh, but so this this Friday, it's going to be comics tell story of broken bones and trauma. Three-minute audience stories encouraged during the show. So if you have had any, we know that there'll be a story from Scotto, a flat black plastic for when he was skateboarding and just fell and broke his, broke his leg in like 12 places. It was crazy. Oof. And um, hopefully my buddy... Uh, Chef Robert will be here to tell the story of how the Hummer hit him and flayed his leg open. Oh my God! And he wasn't supposed to ever walk again. He's oh. lucky to be alive. But none of his arteries were. His so it basically his Jesus. leg just opened up like a pinata. Oh my God! And, but they put it all back together because surgeons are amazing. I don't. I don't. Jesus. I don't know. But so we're gonna encourage audience stories, and then also the comedians will be telling Do you stories have of yourself. It. Well, I mean. I would have to say that spitting... The skateboard story and spitting out the teeth is pretty... That's pretty gnarly. That was pretty gnarly. Um, And, I mean, I'll probably put that picture up on this today and be like, look, here's me when I busted my chin open. Uh, Because the teeth... But, I mean... my other broken bones are like, I've had my nose broken four times. How? I mean, I guess I could tell, I just, what? Jonathan wouldn't like the story if I told, if when, I'm, when I was a whore if I told a story about how my nose got broken during sex and I let him finish. Wait, yeah, what? I took his t-shirt <laughs> I took his t-shirt and I let him finish. Wait a minute. Because we were facing each other, right? Because she's laughing really hard. It is. I guess it's a funny story. <laughs> but I was having sex with a dude and um, I know, I'm so glad that Jonathan doesn't listen to the alt. <laughs> right this is years ago this is like eight years ago right this this is old news like nine years ago I've been with Jonathan for four years coming up Christmas but before that I mean I slept with people in San Francisco I don't know what to tell you you gotta do what you gotta gotta gotta, do. I mean who knows I I I don't think about whatever but so we like came at each other and my nose ran into his like clavicle bone, just like really hard, and my ah. nose, it hurt really bad, and my nose just started bleeding. Just It was just like oh gushing blood. And I was like, ah, and he, hand, he gave me a t-shirt, and uh, he was like, can I finish? And I was like, oh yeah, sure, oh I, because God. I was wasted. Oh my and God. And already bleeding all over his thing. I was like, wow. all
1: right, yeah.
2: So I let wow. him. Wow, that guy's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> can I finish? Yes. I Oh, how polite. Yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's my t-shirt. Here's my Hanes white t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I think it was, and I think I can even remember what the t-shirt looked like. It looks like there's one of them in this box. It's not exact, but it had like, it was like a baseball t-shirt, kind of yellow sleeves, kind of quarter inch, <laughs> quarter, quarter quarter sleeves, you know? And then like that, the white the white on the front. I remember. I remember. Very, even though I was drunk, that sobered me up real quickly when you break your nose. Damn. Did you have to go to the hospital? or? No. I mean... My nose has been... That was the third time I broke my nose. The fourth time was the last skateboard accident. Not the teeth, but the one after. And (laughs) I just, like, landed on my face. That was a um, couple years ago, wasn't it? I think... Well, it was was the weekend before Michelle Ryder got married. So I'm going to say it was two years ago. Two years ago. Because they got married... In like November, October, or November two years ago, I can't remember. It was a fun wedding though, but it was weird. I had to wear a lot of makeup because I had like two black eyes. Because when you break your nose, it's like your eyes just—you just get black eyes. So I mean, so I have a lot of stories of broken stories of trauma, but I might even just sort of forgive, not just not even. I don't. I'm in a host definitely, but I don't know if I'm going to do my own story because I, I mean, it just—it depends on. The audience members that want to participate. Like, if there's enough audience members that want to tell stories, I'm not going to waste everybody's time with my stupid stories because theirs are probably, I mean, better. Well, not better, just I think it's going to be an interesting show because we're asking the audience to also be a part of the performance which that I is, haven't really done before that is that's a good one you should share yeah with the, I, I just Jonathan oh wait
3: Jonathan like, yeah, will be in the audience
2: damn it audience. Well, and those, well and so and so we'll see, but it's fine it's like, well the good you know. thing is the podcast world knows now yeah the podcast yes, right. world knows now because they really I know they really
3: pay attention I I haven't broken any bones knock on wood yeah yeah. but I did fall up the stairs drunk and I got this dimple in my face now
2: is that that, what that was falling up the stairs yeah falling up the stairs you know the only time that's ever happened to a friend of mine was my buddy Megan the Meeks and she fell up the stairs because someone had roofied her drink. Oh, man. We were at That's the we were at the, a place called the Jewel Box, in and it's a seedy, seedy bar in uh, in uh, San Diego. I don't know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. But it's so funny because one time a, one of the drunks ran into the wall and, like, totally took out the wall, and they had to rebuild it. It was funny. It's Jewel Box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were there, and we were having fun, and I was drinking a weird drink. It was... Um, they didn't have root beer schnapps. i was i was weird i liked this sort of root beer schnapps and ginger ale i think i was drinking or- there was a weird thing i was drinking um, and but when they made it i tasted it and i didn't i didn't like it i was like ugh, ugh, something's so wrong here it was like it was like there. whiskey i wanted it to be whiskey and root beer but they didn't have root beer so it was like root beer schnapps and ginger anyways it was a weird drink Yikes. but i take, took a sip of it and i was like ugh i don't like this and megan was like well you know i'll drink it so and we made a joke when we went outside at one point. We left our drinks and we didn't cover them or worry about them. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like someone's going to drug us here. Like what are Aww. they going to, oh, I welcome your drugs. I made like a kind of a cheeky joke about right. it. Right? We go outside to smoke. We come back in and oh. I, I taste a drink. And I was like, eh, I don't really want it. And so she was like, I'll drink it. So she drinks her drink and my drink. And then we proceed to go to this other thing. And suddenly she's just not, it starts raining outside. Things are weird. We met some other friends and our buddy, Jin, and she is incapacitated. She falls up the stairs where, I mean, I was kind of wasted. And I kept thinking like, we've only had like, what we have we barely had anything to drink and then we figured out we we're like they roof they roofied our drinks and she had double roofie because she drank hers oh, and mine and yours yeah yes. so she got all like super passy outy and things were crazy she fell up the stairs and then our buddy ended up driving her car and he was sober because she obviously could not drive her car anywhere and on the way home we got in some crazy accident like the the tire blew something happened to the person in front of us and then there was us and he drove really well but we still something happened and we had to get up the car was like broken we had to get off and we were at some hospital and people had to come pick us up with a cab it was crazy and the, it was a crazy 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 night and it was raining and she was all blah, fucked up and uh, and we were like we, we told the cops so they came this is her car he's driving he's sober we think that she got roofied and uh, it was just... That sounds like a... It was a crazy night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the rain made it all the way worse, but... Yeah. That was a dark-ass night. Dark night. It was a dark-ass night. It was. It was a dark-ass night. See, the good thing is, this is why, if you're a
3: woman, you got to be careful with your cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch out after
2: each other, too. Absolutely watch out for each other. Well, you got to have a buddy. I mean, if you're... I, I mean, now I have a... A boyfriend, but even when I th- when I go out alone, I'm not scared. I, but I but I pay attention to my drinks in front of me. I don't ever, and I mostly only go to benders. So I would I would never. No one would ever do that there because everyone. It's no, I know, work. but everyone's so vigilant. Like all of the bartenders are vigilant, and everybody's cool. Like yeah, I, don't I know, still so. trust no one. Right, trust no one. Trust, trust no, no one. one. Dun, dun dun Uh, so what else is going on this week? Uh,
3: let's see. Well, uh, Thanksgiving's over. Now we're yeah. into the holiday
2: season. I think I ate seven thousand calories on Thanksgiving. Seven thousand. I think I, <laughs> I tried know? to put it together. Well, <laughs> well it was. Give, give me the rundown. Of what you had? Right. So I made in the morning. The first thing I made was the apple pie, and it was like perfect. But here's the thing: it was just for me and Jonathan. So I made way too much stuffing. I probably made. Twice as much as I needed. I didn't. And mashed potato. I made three huge potatoes into mashed potatoes with butter and and stuff. And and then all this uh, stuffing. Too much stuffing. And I love stuffing. And then um, I made just a chicken, which we still haven't finished. The damn chicken. I tried to eat some last night. The cat's been eating it too. So there's was the pie and the the, um, artichokes and asparagus, which we still haven't eaten all the asparagus. And then the cheese plate. We had three different kinds of cheeses. We had four different kinds. We had a goat gouda. Um, like a midnight moon, but a little different. Um, a goat cheddar, a truffle, uh, it was a cheap milk truffle cheese, I think. And then, um, there was one more kind of cheese. Oh, and then the San André triple cream brie. So the, we had... And then we had all these little... We had these little nuts that were candied with stuff. And, I mean, it was crazy. But the thing that... And then with the with cream, with the pie. But I had a piece of pie. And then, like, we ate. And then we stopped eating. And then I ate more later. And then... So the last piece of pie that I ate... And I'd been eating the cheese all day. I ate so much cheese. Jonathan barely ate any of the cheese. I ate cheese a lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. And so... After my second piece of pie, and it was a good-sized piece, uh, I moaned. I sat on the sofa, and I was moaning. I was like, ah! Oh, no. uh, uh, holding my stomach holding holding my poor little belly trying to survive just moaning and whining poor Jonathan he ended up going to sleep and I tried to stay up until till I could survive laying down it was bad like I couldn't nothing was good co- and then because I ate so much stodgy food like I, I it wouldn't come out. I couldn't put it in Oh, you had days. that too blockage much blockage too. I had the blockage. I couldn't, nothing was coming, coming out. <laughs> out. Nothing was going. So, uh, and it, the gas was just building and building and building. And so I did my grandfather's old trick, which is baking soda in a glass of warm water. And you just pound it and it does something. And I finally could go to sleep. But I mean, I felt like the next day I didn't eat anything until like on Friday. I didn't eat for a long, probably. I probably didn't eat until like... Eight at night, even because I, I needed to fart like twelve times before <laughs> I could eat. Before I could put anything in my body again, I just couldn't uh, anything. <laughs> so I had to figure out like how many calories did I eat, and it was a lot. I'm gonna guess about seven thousand. So that is
3: what about three days worth of calories?
2: Probably, yeah. I, I mean, I don't 2, even. Five hundred maximum, correct? Yeah, I I don't know how
3: much I, yeah, I need think to it's eat. Yeah, twenty five hundred maximum a day. So yeah, you had yeah, 3 I, days I had 3 days worth of food.
2: Uh, but <laughs> and I bet you you were happy when that shit came out. Oh, literally. well, <laughs> finally. Well, I that was the other thing is it because I didn't really use any jalapenos in Thanksgiving cuz it's just not like there was there was nothing spicy basically so i'm eating like non-spicy leftovers for days and that's what i usually rely on i'm sorry all the listeners if you're like the thing that makes me poo is spicy (laughs) foods and i'm addicted to them because they make my body feel like i would your system out i would rather have liquid poo and then have like not be able to poo at all i agree I, so uh, I agree, now that's just I'm, waste. <laughs> I'm just back on the train, baby. Dude, dude. dude, I I
3: actually I overdid it myself. I had some people over, and I um, had a cheese plate, which I still have like a bunch of cheeses left. It's like mixed with manchego and gouda and, well, I had that manchego that and what? English Love cheddar. Oh yeah. Um, and then I did a turkey. I did a ham. Whoa. I did a uh, cauliflower au gratin, which was fucking delicious. Awesome. I I did uh, Brussels sprouts with turnips with roasted uh, with roasted turnips uh, with bacon bits. Wow! I did mashed potatoes. I did. I did everything. Else. How many people did you have over? Here's the thing, I thought I was going to expect more. Yeah. Only like maybe about like six people came. That's, but cooking
1: for six is, is quite a bit, especially it at is, Thanksgiving. It is, but I overdid
3: it. Yeah. Thinking yeah. like it was going to be like last year where I had like at least like 10, 12 people. Right. And I end up having to, well, uh, most of the leftovers I used. I, oh, I made oyster stuffing too. Wow. Um, but I end up having to throw the ham away. What? I threw that away on Monday because it was, uh, it was, I ate a big, I ate a lot of it. Right. So, but I was disappointed that I couldn't finish it. Sure. Um, I ended up with the turkey. I made a homemade turkey pot pie with fresh nice. vegetables, which was good. good. Um, the carcass was I, I killed the turkey pretty much um and then i end up having to throw some of my stuffing away because i burnt it <gasps> oh. on sunday <laughs> gotcha when you were reheating <laughs> reheating yeah, stuff yeah yeah so but i took breaks
2: friday i didn't leave the house at all because i was just eating and- we didn't leave the house saturday we came back because but friday i had the shows here and i had some other things and actually jonathan was a prince. He let me go out after the show here, um, so I I had to host happy hour on Friday, and uh, and then host the show. So I. I had a fun time. I mean, I ate some pot food or whatever. I just wasn't drinking. But after the show, I was like, I really wanted to go to karaoke at Bender's and and, and start drinking again. And Jonathan let me. So we went because he never, he's always like so tired on a Friday. He just wants to go to bed. But he was like, no, 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 we'll stay out. We'll stay out. And so I got to sing two songs of karaoke at uh, Bender's and I had a really good time. Did you end up shitting that day? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um... No, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Like I, but I sort of forgive myself around these Christmassy times. Like I'm eating a lot of food and I don't usually do that, but I've been trying to compensate for it. Like, um, Yesterday I just I had an extra hour so instead of taking the bus I walked. Absolutely and I was no. I was going to walk here this morning but I I had to write my story so I didn't have time. Um, but I've been trying to like just balance it out, walk so. a lot more and not take the bus.
3: Well, the good thing is in Cabo you'll you'll be out in the water and doing
2: a bunch right, of I, stuff. I, I hope that we swim a lot. And yeah, stuff like that. You'll most definitely be really active. I I hope so. I mean, I would like to be I mean, I'd like to be mellow for part of it, but I'd also like to be active in a really pretty place. And the, you know, the sea life there is really amazing. And I love the fishies and the You're going to snorkel, things. Yeah, absolutely. Do that shit. Because the Sea of Cortez side has no waves. The oh. Pacific side is good for surfing. But because it's at the bottom there, you can hit both, really. You can go to the Pacific side down by the Cabo San Lucas or where we are which is up in Los Cabos we're on kind of like the Cortese thing and there's even a sort of a bay kind of area so I I mean I've, I've never been down there so I'm kind of I've excited I've never been
3: I've never been to Mexico oh
2: I love Mexico oh fucking love Mexico that's gonna be one good Christmas yeah well but we'll be back before Christmas I mean it, it's just it's, it's going to be it's going to be i'm just excited that it's going to be a, a vacation and jonathan and i have never done 10 days together like this so you know that'll be you won't neat. know what to do with yourself after day five yeah no I, I i know how to vacation i'm not concerned about that at all there's it just means i get to to drink when i wake up i was getting <laughs> ready to say it's like it's going to be margarita time non-stop yeah yeah i don't like tequila though um i can back into it but I won't ever do shots of tequila because mm. of my youth Mm-mm. turns like, me into a werewolf well it turns me into a, a puking machine like it's the point now where if I even if I even smell it I get a little nauseous because Uh-oh. I had a problem with tequila shots in, when I was like 19 and I'll never forget it it's like a sense memory thing it, just that lime salt tequila I mean, when I was a, when I was a young when I was a young alcoholic, uh, I used to think, well, my whole point was like, I want to get wasted fast, so I took shots. Right. Because if you take three shots in an hour, you're fucked. Oh God. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I was doing back then. I think I probably did The the, the day I got sick was we were watching the Kings play hockey. And we were at Moondoggies in La Jolla. We got free drinks there because we gave them free advertising in the Koala, which was a comedy newspaper on campus. So I was only 19, but because I knew the guys and I wrote for them, we just like went whatever. and they just, they didn't care, whatever reason. It's also, it was like 93. So for whatever reason in 93 in, at Moondoggies in La Jolla, they didn't give a fuck. And so they were, I... I would do this thing where I would... Th- they were cute because they had the... Instead of toothpicks, they had those tiny little red swords. Uh-huh. And so they'd put the... Oh, li- they'd put the lime with a little sword on the thing with the glass. Okay. So I'm like, little swords! And I'm being silly and I'm like fighting with the sword. sword. And I, I start using them to count my drinks. And I'm like, look, I've only had four. And oh, so shit. I start being dumb because one of them takes the sword away. And I'm like, I only have three now. Ah! And it becomes this joke, right? Oh. But then that was the thing: is I lost count. I had no idea how many I had that night, because because I was. Ah, ha, ha, I this is downhill real fast. Right, and it went, yeah. So I probably had like nine shots of tequila during it. Was and sh- shoots, he scores. We're watching hockey. I'm screaming about hockey. Loved hockey at the time. Loved the Kings. Wayne Gretzky was still on the team. This oh, is a long, yay. Time oh, long time ago. Oh, Oh, don't. Long time ago. Oh, And I'm screaming. I'm underage drinking at a bar. And, and all I get up, and I'm just like, oh, no. And I, I can kind of even remember what their bathroom looked like. It, it was a special bathroom that was away from the other ones because it was in the bar section. And I just booted all over the place and came back out and, and had another shot because I was only 19, and I could <laughs> fucking take it. <laughs> But the next day, I was so hungover that I'll never drink tequila again. And, and that has been, let's see. Since that was 93, so. 20, about 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago.
3: You know, I um, I have a tequila t- t- story. Yeah. Um, mine was in high school prom. Oof. 1998, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was... Um, Well, actually, that would be two tequila stories. I'll tell the interesting one. (laughs) I I have one where I ended in the closet. (laughs) And started crying mm. so th- this one was in high school so this one is this the cl- closet this, crying or is, this yeah, this the, okay, is closet okay, okay, crying. okay yeah. so this is 1998 so like uh we all everyone has a room at this place called the henry 8th in st louis which no longer exists um it was like an old timey english looking place um and so we're all partying and underage drinking yeah and uh well i decide to take tequila to the head like Ooh. oh yeah i'm i'm you know i i'm only 17 i know what i'm straight doing Straight from the bottle straight from the oh, fucking yeah. bottle oh i don't need know. the salt or the lime yeah, i'm no, 17 I'm, yeah um wrong <laughs> uh, so i ended up putting on my, i used to have this little uh yellow nightgown and mind you the place is full with some of my peers that i go to school with and i don't have any pants on i'm wearing this little yellow nighty thing yeah and I don't know what was in my fucking right mind. So I'm like dancing around and then, like,
2: I end up going to the bathroom. Is this before or after the prom? oh this is after the prom. oh this is after okay so you're uh, out of your you're out of your dress prom dress you're out of the prom dress in my you're in the yellow nighty you're dancing around you're running up and down the hallway uh, yeah exactly and i decided to
3: run a bath and as i rode the bath that water made me figured oh i should puke now <gasps> so i puke and i remember in the bathtub yeah, I took nice. the bathtub, yeah, yeah, yeah. were you in the it, bathtub while you were puking no oh. no i was <laughs> i missed the tu- i missed the um the toilet so i got you know on the ledge of the the toilet, and I remember what I ate because I saw oh. French fries in my bath, and it was kind of pinkish. So wow. sorry, sorry listeners. Um, and I just, and I remember there was this little asshole. His name was Nick Downs. I'll never forget this. And he was trying to be a little bit sexually assaulty, and I was already not there. And I'm like, I You're just like I already missed it. the salt,
2: honey. I just, I just drank it to my face. I didn't yeah. use any salt. And I'm like, it's I'm, like, I'm gonna, gonna be assaulty. A salty. You're like, no, 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 no. You're not. There's no salt. Here. I'm like, I'm not gonna do anything. With you. Ah. Yeah, that's when you vomit on yourself even more. They just don't <laughs> want to rape you when you vomit on yourself. Isn't that amazing, amazing. how
3: that works? It, it, it's bottom, really. Yeah. Young. But it lets you, it also lets me know how men just don't give a fuck.
2: Well, no, but I, I was taught in the Rape Crisis Prevention Program in, what, 91 or whatever, that uh, if you don't want to be raped, you just either pee yourself, shit yourself, or vomit on yourself. If if you've tried to yell for help and you've yelled fire and you've tried, to, you've tried the dra- grab, twist, and pull and you missed and you're freaking out, the way to avoid being raped is to shit yourself, pee your pants, or stick your fingers down your throat. And I was like, I was taught wow. this in high school, right? So wow. you did a great job. You avoided a salt by puking you know and smelling gross you smelled like old tequila I smelled like old tequila and french
3: fries Mm. so Mm. I I do recall running into the closet crying and I was singing a Bjork song oh wow wow my my friend Michael Drummond who I'm still friends with to this very day comes to the closet with me who is gay (laughs) The he came you. in the closet with me and I was crying and he's like what's wrong I'm like nobody likes me I don't understand what I did no one, I'm just so fucking Degrassi junior high crying right. moment that was tequila tequila, tequila mess uh 1998 flash forward we'll go to 2001 I um didn't I, learn your lesson I did, n- did not learn Well, this lesson. one is an accident. Oh, okay. So this one, I, um, I'm at a friend's uh, party in St. Louis still. And uh, this guy I was messing around with, he was older than me. I was uh, ni- 18, 19 at the time, and he was like 37, Whoa. 38. yeah. yeah. And I, I was still a virgin. Um so we're at this party. We're drinking. And at, my, at the time, I was like, I liked Malibu and pineapple juice. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Coconut, um, rum, and pineapple. Classic combination. Com- delicious. And I like dirty martinis, too. Oh, so. you're an insane person. Yeah. I you, <laughs> I, you just went from one delicious thing to one like highly disgusting. I like love, pickle juice. Weirdo I love it. The, mm-hmm. No,
3: olive the olives. Juice. and Dirty, filthy. So, so olive we're drinking. We're all in the kitchen. And most of the alcohol all the good stuff is gone so all now we're down to the like the cheap alcohol um, the Schnooks brand which schnooks is a store in St. Louis so which is a bad horrible brand so I'm drinking this clear stuff it's like Osco
2: vodka yeah for us out here Osco oh. or Ooh. Royal Gate Royal Gate vodka Ooh. that's rocka. that's Ooh. that's that's homeless person that's <laughs> questionably housed <laughs> fucking uh, vodka if you're drinking your vodka out of a plastic bottle you probably you shouldn't issues be drinking that vodka. You, you, you should. got
3: issues. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking at the time, because I'm an idiot, I think, oh, I'm just drinking vodka. Um, so and I know I'm like, this vodka tastes weird. Was it gin? No.
2: Oh, so this vodka, this clear liquid that's burning me tastes weird. I think it's yes. vodka, but it doesn't. So i like vodka. So, I'm, I, this, after
3: i have drunk, like I, and I was drinking it meat too, because I was trying to get to the point, right because, you know, I'm 18, 19, I don't know, I know everything, yay, um, wrong. Uh, so, the person picks up the bottle, they pour it, and they mix it with Coke, I'm like, why are you mixing vodka with Coke? They're like, that's not vodka, it's tequila, and the label... Tequila and Coke is even worse. Yeah. What are these psychotic people doing? I don't know, I don't believe in mixing Coke in anything, yeah. uh, well, at least the liquid form. Right. Uh, so, because I didn't... See, the label, the label was not facing me. The person pours it, uh, and um, he puts the bottle down, and it says tequila. Oh, my God. And I'm like, You were drinking white. You were drinking clear tequila. Is that it's oh that's that is ah, horrific. It was and horrific from there when I saw that label oh. I flashed back to me being in the closet again. I just vomited a little right now. <laughs> like just, just even sympathetically oh, for It you. was terrible. Oh. Right then and there I got drunk immediately as yeah. soon as I saw that label and I oh, yeah. and I remember I like went all the way up to the third floor because it was like a three-story house and I'm like swaying and I hear this guy playing acoustic guitar. I'm like, oh, I need to get away from this. Ah! And so I went up to someone's bedroom and it's dark and everyone's like, just let her lie down. You know, she'll be okay. And then dude that I was talking to who I don't remember his name, was he was drunk and he was trying to, more sexually salty. He was trying uh-huh. to like fuck me. I'm like, oh, wow. oh. And I remember someone that lived in the house came in the room and they're like, yo, stop that. She's fucking passed out, yo.
1: Yeah. It's was like,
2: ah, oh. fucking sexual assault. God damn. I just I don't understand. think about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now, now we belong the memories of, of, Fuck uh, it. yeah, they, but it's at somehow, somehow, and I don't know if it's. If it's Men or boys, if it's their own volition, or if it's something that they've gotten from movies or brothers or other men, Great or if coach. it's just if it's just pervasive in the society that they think when a girl is passed out that well she's not going to remember it anyway, so it really doesn't matter. And it's like, but how? Just the the total lack of like, seeking consent and and just thinking that like this is completely fine. They, it's, it's like fucking a corpse. I guess, yeah. I mean, if that's what you guys are
3: into, I mean, they're, you're not, uh, I mean, ew, you're sticking your dick in something that, you, it's not moving. It's not yet. She, you know, she's breathing at least, but. Maybe, she, yeah. She's, well, yeah. yeah. She, but she's not here, man. Right. So what, I mean, so you get to stick your, you get to stick your dick into something, and woo, wow. That's. What joy.
2: How what do joy? they, well, that's like, how do they get hard when it's like, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, is that, I guess it's, it's, is it it's past that lady is sexy? I don't, I don't know. And especially if That's you're a drunk male thing. on top of that too, it's just like, what? I mean, yeah, I,
3: I just I don't, don't know. I don't I, get it either. I, I, I think men are nasty. That's just, <laughs> I think they
2: can be. I, I just, I don't understand where, where and how the culture has decided and given them the idea that it's okay. That in such a large swath that you know sexual assault is no big deal that, that, that they would even I don't know have the volition to want to do that I I, I, it just, I, just, I don't really
3: understand I don't really understand it probably because we were raised correctly and we're good people I don't know I mean maybe just, I don't know but we're also not men either because I don't hear too many women raping women right or you, I don't right. hear too many women trying to rape men well
2: I mean I have a rape joke but I haven't done it in a long time but hey Matthew Quirk Um, I have a rape joke and I haven't done it in a long time about you know taking a when a, when a guy, before he wakes up, if you if he's sleeping, you know, and you take a flaccid dick in your mouth and you suck it till it's hard, you know, that's power. <laughs> like, that's my rape joke, which I think is kind of funny, <laughs> but I don't say it very often because right now in this, like, Climate, everybody's yeah. like, me too, me too. And I'm like, ah. Rah, rah. But we are joined right now by Matthew Quirk. How are you doing?
5: Uh, pretty good. Could I uh, use your bathroom, crash your party, charge my. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure. Just like a do man. You, Did do you, do you park your van around the corner?
5: I'm pretty close by. You're yeah. pretty close. It, That's yeah.
2: nice. He's he is his house. His apartment is around the corner. I uh, so I use the visit. local
5: laundromat and all that sort of thing. Oh,
2: good for you. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Altec. I'll cast. join you in just Matthew a few Quirk. minutes. Thank yeah, you. sweet. He's gonna go use the he, restroom.
3: So, uh, you, so you have to retire that joke till probably maybe a year or two. I don't know.
2: I mean, I've been I've been doing that joke for like four years, so I don't I haven't done it recently, but I, it's it's the same thing about like. I'm an insensitive person. You guys can listen to last week's show if you didn't listen. Uh, I'm completely <laughs> insensitive. I'm a terrible feminist. I'm an awful. <laughs> I'm a. Perv- I'm a handler of the rape culture. I'm completely. You like, like men more. I like. I guess I like men more. I don't know. <laughs> I found it just just to just to bring it full circle from last week. I talked to the male in question, and he had no idea that any of this was going on. Oh. He's never asked her out. He's never asked, used any language at all in any way this this it, actually gets it a little bit more interesting. It, I know. I told, I told him. I just I thought I would be remiss if I didn't share the podcast with him, and and so I sent it to him. And I said, hey, just want to let you know, you might want to give this a listen. I don't know where she was coming from. I I tried to defend you, but I didn't really think that your actions even needed defensing because um, I don't think that you really did anything. I just want, I just want to make you aware of this. Right. And then, and I said at the end of it, I said that I think that you should just, just not <laughs> not talk to this, just not interact with this person at all just stop interacting with them and he was so hurt he was like Um, it is always he's like I had no idea that I've done anything to make anyone else feel uncomfortable and he's like it's always oh he's like I'm always trying to be nice to everybody and I didn't mean for anything to be taken in any way he's never been
1: interested in
2: her at all in a dating capacity so that sort of confuses the mix and I'm like I don't know where is this coming exactly so now now I'm like
6: I don't know what to do it's
2: all in someone's head I don't know so now um but I'm excited because now that happy hour there's a bunch of different people that are going to host and I'm going to be out of town anyway so it's um so we've got this week is Alyssa Westerland. uh next week is uh, Ian Levy, then um, Arden, then um, uh, then Annette Mullaney, and then Zane Barrett. So those are the five hosts of December, and it's exciting because it gives people opportunity to host. I think it'll widen the audience for people because, I don't know, people spread it around more when they're like, I was the host or whatever. Um, so... Everything works out all right in the end but if this is a mystery it's a i mean it's a mystery well and what's not a mystery is uh tomorrow if anybody wants to come by from nine in the morning until 2 45 in the afternoon we're gonna be uh cleaning the station we're gonna be revamping everything if you want to come volunteer for mutiny radio stop on by 278 Two seven eight one twenty-first street yeah we're gonna I'm going to try to get everything cleaned out from upstairs, get this whole place. We've got the new computer that we bought. Um, that's going to be the same as over here. So this will all, won't make that crazy sound anymore. (laughs) Um, it's it's exciting upgrades and stuff. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow at the station. So if anybody wants to come by, there might be, weed involved. Oh, of course there's going to be a weed involved, please. (laughs) Absolutely. There's always, in fact, I'm excited for some weed to be involved. Um, what we have here, what we're going to listen to right now, is one of my buddies, the young Ben from uh, Nomad, from the school I was teaching the guys. He sent me an email today and said, hey, will you play this um, on your show? And I said, sure, I'll play this song on your show. Um, I'm not sure if he made this song or if someone else made this song, but he wanted us to play. He's a little youngster. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: He's a 14-year-old kid, lives in the Mission. He's a cool dude, and uh, he wanted us to play this. Uh, also, I'm sure that hopefully there aren't children listening to the show, but if there are parents listening to this show and you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, I'm starting a new after-school program for kids, junior high-aged uh, boys and girls, to have their own podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I can take four kids each Day it's going to be Tuesday and Wednesday from four to six, so I can have a maximum of eight kids uh, during the uh, three months. So it's twelve classes, three hundred bucks. So it's kind of it's a steal. It's twenty five. It's basically twelve fifty an hour for me to hang out with your junior hire, uh, so that they won't get into trouble and we'll be making some art and stuff. So hey, if you're out there and you want to, it's it's a steal actually. Uh, But here is the iPhone remix thing that he wanted me to play. us some cool weird music sweet um speaking of cool things we're gonna watch allison hooker's uh, set here from the punchline she just applied to the mutiny radio comedy festival so let's check this out ladies and gentlemen allison hooker yeah.
7: It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. They teased me. They teased me so much that my gym teacher gave me new clothes and she was like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. So I wrote the hooker.
1: Are you kidding?
7: I was loving the sexual attention. I was cruising around, like wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. Now I wear a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. I'm waiting. I um, I was actually trying to like smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet. I broke his nose on my chest, (laughs) Oh, <laughs> festival. Round of applause if you like trap music. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not appropriate. To
1: clap. And I don't mean like <laughs> I don't mean like
7: Atlanta trap music, you know, I mean like trap music after white people got a hold of it and took all the groove out of it. <laughs> so if you don't know what trap music is, I'll explain. It's like a lot of really big sounds just thrown together. It's like, move, 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 move. When I was a teenager listening to hip hop, you know? I was like, this isn't noise, mom. It's bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks.
2: I'm excited that um Allison Hooker applied. Um that's super cool. Cause I I didn't I didn't think that she'd I don't know. There's a lot of people in the scene that like I don't know why everyone's not applying. I mean I'm like because for for me, I'm like, give me your ten bucks. Just apply. Give me ten bucks. Um, but then more than that, you know, I want people to wanna get in. But this year's gonna be super tough because there is a caliber of people that are applying. Here's 10 bucks. Oh,
1: here's 10 <laughs> Yeah! See how that works?
2: The caliber Magic. of people applying. LaToya saw last week. Kevin Monroe is yeah. awesome. Andy Picaro is That's like a amazing. headliner. That Ivan Garcia guy was so polished. Hunter Donaldson is coming back. So, like, there's this... And so, what, the thing that's hard for me is that, and thank God Steve Poggi is coming because he's sort of going to be my, and Jonathan helps too. And you, you've been, Latoya obviously has been helping tremendously because I have no idea. When I start watching 10 of these in a row, I, I can't tell what I think is funny what other people think are funny and then i when I've watched them a few times I'm like is this funny right and because like yeah. there's there's different
3: funny for different people right yeah and you want to make sure that you're not getting the same kind of funny because you're just going to have repetition well I don't you, want either you I got
5: to get criteria well
2: I don't want any yeah I need a rubric I don't want any like hacky stuff but the other thing is that when you're watching someone's 5 to 10 minutes, you're I'm judging on whether I think that they can do 30 plus minutes of different material over 5, five days. days. So this now this happened last year and I was I I only made a couple there were only I think two on the whole festival that I was like, "Eh, I probably shouldn't have chosen them." <laughs> because They did the same set multiple times. And I was like, you're on a festival with different themes, you get over 30 minutes total. Why would you, and it's recorded, why would you ever do the same set twice?
5: It's it's tough to know everything about everybody. I mean, it's uh, if I may relate it to sports, being the man in the room. Uh, it's it's like pitching. Some people are starters. Some people are mid people. Some people are closers. Sure, and sure. Like you know, a guy might have you know one killer set and nothing else. Right. And other people are better at just like riffing or just, they got funny bones. So no matter what they're talking about, you're laughing. Sure. You sure. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, there is a thing with, with funny that's like, I see how that would get laughs. It's not funny.
2: Well, there's also people that, there's people that are like, you, Matthew Quirk, are a serious joke writer. You write your script.
5: By the way, have jokes. I won't force you to uh, uh, play mine and judge it here. I'll let oh that no, no no no! I'll let that in the, happen in the mystery. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. we
2: do. We've been watching some of them on the altcast because it's 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 twofold. One, it gives stuff so that we don't have to talk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's an opportunity during the month of November to sort of see what the submissions are because it's it's overwhelming at this yeah, point. Yeah. Sure. We've had. I've had like. I'm eighty-five I'm, submissions now, and there's still a couple out. days. That I just got three more today. I can only relate this.
5: Back in the day, I used to be a big time drug weed person. Mm. And uh, we get invited to judge, you know, harvest contests. Sure, sure. How the hell do you judge, you know? Oh and you gotta right. you gotta start coming with criteria and be like, even though you can't tell how high it gets you because you're smoking another one, in right, 10 right, minutes, right, right? Yeah. That you gotta sort of like develop a system to recognize like, do I feel this initial thing? Do I feel well, the other you know, problem is, is that it,
2: the material itself, I'm biased to. Yeah. There's the girl from uh, Louisiana who gets up on stage and she's like, I moved to, I moved to New Orleans because I'm a drunk. And all of her jokes are about being an alcoholic. I'm laughing my ass off because she's like doing she's, jokes that are she, funny for she me. She speaks to It's you.
3: relatable.
2: Yeah. For she, me, it's totally relatable. You're her
3: target
5: audience.
2: Exactly. And yeah. it's the same thing when there's somebody with like all cat jokes. I'm like, ah. Now, does it mean it's fun? It means I love it.
5: Cat jokes might fall flat in some arenas.
1: Wait, right,
2: well, right. I actually have a show on the festival called "Cats, Cats, Cats, and other animal Material, and it's all just jokes about animals and they I just want people to do all animal-centric material because I have 10 minutes on my cat. I have 10 minutes about know, masturbating with my cat and loving my cat and my life with my cat. I have a full 10, and I'm sure there are other women or men. I'd love it. There's a crazy cat guy. I'll get like Steve Poggi has some cat, cat jokes but I, I mean I I love cats but so that's the problem is that I don't if, if somebody is here from like you know New York or something and they do like a bunch of cat jokes I'm gonna be like I'm gonna knee jerk them in do you know what I mean yeah. and they might cause I'll be like ah oh, but it's I mean it's hard Just, I kind of have to assume that Everybody's go- everyone's good and everyone sucks as comedians. Like we're all great sometimes and we all suck sometimes. Yeah. And are they gonna are they gonna suck? Damn. Um, are they gonna suck on March first through fifth? Or bombing is they a chance be-
5: we take. It's a great equalizer to us all. But like, yeah, I, I hear some comedians who are getting all kinds of laughs with just like uh, redundant material, hack, It's just yeah. plain shit. It's like it's not clever love or funny. Hack. Yeah. Love so hack. so you just gotta sort of be able to judge like okay I'm not laughing I don't think it's funny to me that's not the comedy I want to do but I can see how this guy would win an audience over sure would be,
2: well hopefully this year get I a can lot of laugh. get I think this year is going to be Uh, the best in terms of audience. It's been great so far in the past two years. It's been amazing. But now I actually have a budget to like do marketing and Spark is helping out so much, not only financially, but they're letting me use their email list. So to be able to direct market, I mean, I only need to sell 750 seats to sell out the whole damn thing. Yeah. And if I have access to 46,000 people that live in San Francisco Bay Area, yeah, better odds. like way better odds than before. Yeah. Way better. And then with like, you know, doing all the work of like sending out yeah. the PRs and putting it on the spin goes and the, and the do the bays and the calendars Some and blah, 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 blah. We got you back. I don't know why. That's a new swing arm, too. I have no idea why. <laughs> Booked in two different ways since, like she, since I've
5: been sitting here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's, li- yeah. It landed
3: in my lap at first. Yeah. My microphone, that is, uh, people out there. And uh, it's a new it
2: switch. It, it also got possessed and just it's fell. Possessed. Yeah. This so place is fucking that you heard. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, it'll all be fixed because tomorrow we'll be here at the station from nine to two thirty. Come join us. 2781 21st Street, and we're gonna clean, clean and we're gonna Can we're gonna we're gonna us. take all the everything apart. We're gonna all the dust will be gone. Basically going to take everything out, clean it, move it all back in. We're going to fix... I'm going to have someone on this damn... CD. I'm gonna have someone sit with a pile of CDs. If anyone has an autistic child, I'd like to put them on the floor with because somehow the uh, adults here are unable to take a CD out and put it back in a case. So I've got like huge stacks of CDs and huge stacks of CD cases with no CD with in. no CDs in them. That's annoying. And, and it's so annoying. And it's one of those things where it's gonna take someone an hour and a half. It just is unless yeah. we just throw them all away, which I'm not willing to do because yeah. why would I do that? There's some music on there, man. Right. Exactly. So, I love CDs. That's one of my, one of my pet
3: peeves, too, you when know? I had CDs. Like, yeah. I hate it when I saw other people's, like, a big stack. And then I'm like, ooh, yay, look, it's a Depeche Mode CD. Where the fuck is the CD at? Yeah,
2: I not mean, It's no, just I the case. The yeah. And the way that they're so, no. put terrible in places and stuff, I'm just like, oh, God. So I want to have a person just dedicated to, like, there's going to be another person that's dedicated to, we'll see how many people like it. So this,
5: this is how I'm going to transition into what I want to talk about. Yeah, good. That sounds like women's work. Ah Ah, here so, we go. so there
2: we go. <laughs> so are you? You're you're very excited about your misogynistic jokes. It's good. That's funny. It's good.
5: Uh, <laughs> well, that was just a spur of the moment thing I thought of. But so I wanted. You guys were talking about when I first entered the room, uh, the whole Me Too thing. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot to say. So
3: assault. Uh, so
5: cool. Yeah. So uh, my nickname growing up in my family, one of the many, was uh, Maddie Me Too. Maddie I, Me Too. Yeah. Because I had an older brother, and it's like, oh, Joe's gonna go. Oh, Me Too. You know, I was like, Maddie, me, too. me Too. So now I can't be saying. Me Too no more. It's totally not... You, uh, this this okay, movement just has they, erased my history.
2: Just because they... No, they, they can't change the context of it. You can still have your history with the context. You can take it back. You and can so so do I'll
5: that. <laughs> you can, you can do
2: that. You have a genuine connection to that... It predates... Fr- phrase. phrase. predates
5: sexual assault as we all know t- t- only started happening recently. Oh, it's yeah. not from the 60s. But oh. me, the Me Too
2: thing... Now, the Me Too thing actually kind of pissed me off because... Yeah, we've all been sexually assaulted. Yeah, but let's...
4: Me too, listen to me, listen. We all, I mean...
2: I don't want to discount any, but it sucks that we've been assaulted. It sucks that, that men can, it sucks that it's pervasive in the yeah. culture that it just happens. And that I'm even like, yeah, of course it happens. We all know that. Like we did, you know, I mean, who hasn't been sexually assaulted? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I have. I, think, I, think I don't. The, the part of, the, the scary part
3: of it is the fact like, if it, it happens at work and it, it's going to affect your job or right, you right, try right, right, right. to work yourself up, sure, sure, sure. you know, where yeah. you're going to have to suck a dick
2: or two. Right. Um, but it's where, called casting couch for a reason, but, yeah. right? The casting couch. Which sure, is, that's fine in idea, Porto and but, wait, Hollywood, but, idea, but it seems to
5: happen at McDonald's. Right, well, but that's
2: the thing, is the idea behind the casting couch, and the reason it exists as a terminology, is that the woman is somehow in there, she's talentless, except she gives a good blowjob, and she works her way up, sex, but, it's, but the way that we've been taught is it's almost like an empowering idea, whereas it's really just the power dynamic where you're being taken advantage of because Absolutely. you're new and they have the power and so they're saying suck my dick or you're not going to get this role as opposed to I want to suck dick cuz I want to get ahead there's kind of a but di- <laughs> so there's a but there's the mentality yeah, there's is the madonna whore played
5: out thing but yeah.
2: then but then sociologically and what, where we've been grown and what we've been told it's just it's, it's it because thing. I think the fact that
3: matters like I think now that we have a turning point going on between the sexes is that you're realizing that males have been raised in rape culture okay. and just even what we were talking about with like the tequila stories as I'm thinking about it, I'm like oh my oh, god yes. I almost got
2: raped. But, but here's twice. the thing is that it's, women have been taught to be subservient and get married and your husband can do whatever he wants. It's not rape if it's your husband. Well, that's not true. False. Because you might not want to have sex Yeah. And And he might force you to do that, but legally, so been okay for years and years and usually it's you know the rule of thumb men used to be able to beat their wives with a stick that was no bigger than the width of their thumb yeah and even- and so if you had big beefy thumbs but that's the thing it's it's a word it's a phrase that exists so like we're all being like me too me th- yeah me too since the 1700s me too since women existed there's been a power dynamic that we're finally trying to acknowledge it's like yeah, we've been just saying it yeah. forever.
3: I been, I am appreciating that, the fact that there have been a lot of people now, like today, it's like every day somebody has fallen from grace. Like today, <laughs> yeah, you Matt, heard about Matt, Matt, Lauer Matt Lauer got axed from the Today Show. The first good-looking guy to Matt, be accused yeah. of
5: sexual That's misconduct. That's interesting. Yeah.
3: Wow, wow. Yeah, he was and like... You know it, who else? Wow.
5: Ooh. Garrison Keillor.
3: Oh, from... Yeah, from... You're lying.
2: Yeah. I don't know. No. I was reading... About that on my way here. NPR's Garrison Keillor.
5: Yeah, Minnesota Public Radio. Yep.
1: Is he not alive anymore? Is he? Yes, is. He just retired. He retired from
5: Lake
2: Wobegon. He didn't die.
5: It seems the most uh, innocent. If you know, if his story is even like kind of true, definitely the most innocent of the accusations. Uh, He claims his hand. Just went to the wrong area. (laughs) Like she came over to hug me. And I go to hug her at a particular safe area, and she suddenly bends down to hug me, and now I'm wrapped around one of her boobs. Well,
2: that that sounds like that
5: sort of thing. Like that sounds it like the a George bad, Bush. A bad, no, George Bush. The George Bush with gra-
2: grabbing the asses because he's in a wheelchair, I had so a dream he's like him my That hair, just made hip it easier. Area yeah. is right. Yeah. Yeah. There's he a he was, difference between this and this, though. He okay. was doing too much explaining to and and a, that a, article, and and a, too. Right, a and squeeze. If I
3: actually
5: grab, you know, there, and then my hand is just there, but if there's like a sort of a double pump with the
2: fingers that's gross
5: yeah the second one's definitely an intentional grab and the first one is yeah. questionable the, the
2: thing that the thing that just astounds me though is that <laughs> all of a sudden we're like oh look we're acknowledging this but it wasn't even it was what 1912 that we got the vote 1920 or 1920 and so we haven't it's only been a hundred years since we've been thought of as people that can think. As equals. We weren't. In women anyway. haven't been taught to read. We're, this is all recent stuff. Suddenly we're like, oh yeah, women you can't able just to get credit cards until 1975. Yeah, it's it's insane. There's so many ways that women have been subjugated. I uh, that <laughs> might have been a good decision. Fuck off! <laughs> right, well, no that's the thing too: is that are women able to c- to control their own finances? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In, in the, but that's the thing: the idea in the past that you your father's property. Bankruptcy you have a existed dowry.
5: long before women but, had access to the. But
1: beer. in the
2: in the structure, it was that we all sort of was like we were like American values, Christianity, marriage, bullshit stuff. Exactly. But but the whole thing is that women. Were, there was a thing. Like, men took care of you. You went from your father's house to your husband's house with a dowry so that you had some worth. Because you, of course, on your own are just yeah. a big walking well, while, vagina that makes but babies and babies while we're talking
5: cook. about it, everything in the world has changed since mm. then. I mean, Fair you know, all those rules that, that, that applied under... Uh, we're in a time where you could have one job and buy a house. Right. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And six kids. Uh, it was a whole different... Everything was different. We've been pulling at the threads of this sweater long enough that to even right. make comparisons right. is just... We're, we're too absurd. We're in a different I, world now. I, you know? I
2: completely Well, agree. I mean, there's definitely... And, and, and on
5: that note, update the whole, you know, mis- sexual I think, misconduct yeah. <laughs> I
3: think the fact that matters is just like a lot of, you know, women and minorities were getting tired getting fucking tired and I think also what probably lit a fire to our asses is like the administration and like the fact of like not being not being able to get um uh, an e- an even wage with men right right That's the e- era e- was
2: never passed we still right. have have no legislation that says that men and we, women need to be paid equally in the workforce right because they because they hold it over our heads and they go well women just are not very good negotiators false so but the i but the thing is i was taught to not be a good negotiator right, i right, was right. supposed That's to ask for hall. more money yeah. i didn't know it was like i didn't know that when you get a job you have to ask for as much as you can because you're only going to get 2 or 3% a year after that. You're not going to get any big bump, even when your knowledge... So if you feel like... Anyways, I I I've been in the workforce differently than men, and I feel like I was trained, and especially as a teacher, it was like, this is what you make. You can't negotiate. You make this pittance, and this is what you make and you better be happy about it because being a teacher is a really, you know, great whatever. And, you know, I made $24,000 my first year out of school and I had a, I had a BA and I had a teaching credential. I had an advanced degree and I made $24,000 and I just didn't even question it. And so I've never made more than $36,000 ever in my, a year in my life because I'm a woman and I was married anyways and my husband made tons of money so why would I care? Kind of thing. But this is just shopping money. Right. Exactly. Right. But, and and that's why you would never give a bitch a credit card back in those days because she has no idea how to do money she has no concept of money because why, why would she have a concept of money when her father takes care of her and she doesn't earn any money when And the- it's all, when it's actually the opposite when
3: men don't actually know how to take care no, of I mean it's mostly men that fall into bankruptcy or you know it's sometimes if the woman is you know in the household you know the wife will be like well why are you spending your money on frivolous things when well, we could be saving more blah 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 women are better negotiating and we are better i,
2: I feel economically cuz I, I just feel it like it depends if you have, if we have children or not because then we're taking care of that other person well and ourselves but i i know some people Well then who you have, have more hands
5: on the shopping the actual expenses the guy coming in to fix the stuff like
2: except you know, except, this, in the, th- except in the nowadays yeah. where we've taught men to be entitled little fuckballs that don't have to do anything yeah, because at least. one of my one of my buddies her the her baby daddy uh-oh takes advantage of her like okay he works but he doesn't pay the rent and then the money disappears and i try to keep telling her i'm like he's on cocaine he sounds like a scumbag he's a scumbag but she takes care of everybody she's amazing and just just the sweetest and most amazing human being
5: as a dateless man this is particularly Uh, angering. right
2: exactly (laughs) that see that would would you date someone with a kid you wouldn't have a problem with that yeah,
5: I've so I'm 50. I, there are my, who doesn't have, you know, what woman doesn't have a kid at my people have been I in college people had kids. Like it's not <laughs> okay. this new thing, you know, it's like I you know.
3: Yeah. But the fact that mattered that she has to take care of a grown ass man. She takes see, care of a grown ass man. That's where I draw the man. line. I've done that before and boy was I stupid. That no. was one and done. No,
2: no. Where he <laughs> no, when I'm like paying for his rent. Oh no, that's Oh bad. yeah. yeah.
3: No, this no, is, yeah, they, have, on to, they level.
2: have to Well, there was, I've, I know some early CD men. One of my other incredibly great friends had an ex-boyfriend who just, he was one of those guys that didn't have any concept of other people's money. So he took, he went to Best Buy and he used her credit oh, no. to buy this whole, yeah, $4,000 TV thing. But then what he did is he took it back and then he got the money, yeah, the money. and sold it, sold and bought a bunch of Drugs, but then he didn't sell the drugs. Yeah, okay. He didn't there sell the be. drugs. He did the drugs, so he owed her four grand for like four years. She was on his ass. They finally they broke up. She and this was when they were together, and she was like, finally, she was like, I can't do this anymore. So, she, but she was always like, I don't want to leave my Kellyanne. Blah, blah blah. I can't she get a second me. date,
5: and that shit took four years. Right? Exactly.
2: break And so then she <laughs> was still. I don't think she ever saw her four grand again. And but the way that she like Fuck explained that. it to me is, she said, you know, some guys just don't have a concept of your money they just sort of like they don't get it there's certain people that just take advantage of you monetarily and don't even see it as a problem they just don't even get it
5: that, that I find that, that to was, be bullshit yeah, uh, because yeah, exactly. if I took their money they'd fucking exactly. get it right. you know, that, yeah. that was crackish if you know <laughs> yes, yeah crack-ish. so yeah I used to be a drug dealer okay so it's like if it's no big deal then give me the money you know yeah, it's, it's right. like I don't have well, what's the big deal if it's no big deal then show up with the fucking money right. you know that that argument works both ways if it's not a big deal then
2: But then somehow, as women, I don't know if it's a woman thing or, but we're taught to still put up with it and nurture and care, and for them to say, "Oh, I'll never do it again. This is the last time." I mean, how many women are beaten by their boyfriends, husbands, and they? So look at the. Oh, ladies, they still marry these guys. I got a black eye at the wedding. You know, they're like, "Oh, well, well I I, love I him.
5: dated a, an abused woman, and uh, you know, she divorced one guy and married the other, and it's like, well, you know, the first guy was poor and not that great looking. Like the second guy, although he treated me bad. You know, he he was rich and good looking. Uh-oh. So, oh. so mm. like there was still like the bad treatment didn't change, but other stuff did. The economics did. Uh, yeah, ways. and she was like, well, you know, what what more." Could I hope for then to also get a good? I finally have a good-looking guy. That's you know? sad. It, it's it kind of is, but you know, we know in life you don't really get everything you want all the time. You do make compromises. So you just get bitch slapped. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I think that's out there too. With like these NFL ladies, like you know, I, I was jokingly saying the woman bitching about uh, being cheated on by uh, Tiger Woods. Right. And it's like, well, that Home Depot manager that you were dating right before him would cheat on you, too. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you've got a, the best looking, most popular, richest dude oh, in I, the world. I was, I was, I was taught taught Yeah. But first I was, of all, I everyone was taught is trained to want that. I was taught you know. that
2: it's only sexual harassment if they're ugly. <laughs> I
5: that was what was behind my Matt Lauer comment exactly. about that's like the only, first good looking but, but, guy but to that's get charged what I was, with this That's stuff. what
2: I was taught. That's what I was taught is that wow. it's only sexual harassment. Otherwise it's flirting. That's like if there's a guy oh, wow. at work and he's good looking and well, he fucks with you, you ju- then it's flirting. But if it's, if it's a guy who, well also, so when I worked at Ethan Allen, there was a guy who would sexually kind of harass me, but he wasn't above me. He was, we were probably like on the same level. We were peers. Um, and he would make comments about like, if I was on a ladder and I was wearing a skirt, he'd like, get... He'd say things like about thongs or about... He said one time about... He would like a bacon thong or something. He's like oh, something. It was on, kind of man. it was kind of gross. But he was um, that's ugly. Just, that's just creepy. As so fuck. and it was kind of creepy. But I was like bacon thong. Yeah, I was just he like was I was like ass. how about I was like Everybody how about we bacon. not talk about I was like how about we not talk about me on a ladder at all in any capacity, and and it's it stopped. I didn't have to go to anybody higher up and say anything. But put your foot uh, down. But I made but I made a joke about it at the t- time, and I think I still have is that. You know, it was only sexual harassment because he was ugly. Like, if he was good-looking, I would have been like, look at him flirting, that's so silly. Like, if he was like a... Well, there's
5: something to that uh, in uh, uh, Mad About You, that sitcom yeah. from, the from way back when, yeah.
1: Polarizer. Yeah, so... uh Polarizer.
5: So to, in this one episode, they're, they're like, look, we met each other on like mutual depression and now we're married. And it's like, do you think you could pick me up today? So they go to a bar and she like sits somewhere else and he has to like go up there and talk to her and like pick her up. And he's coming with the old cheesy lines, you know, and she's like, oh, well, and just keeps on walking away from. Him. And then some really good looking guy comes with the same cheesy line and she's like, oh, well, yes, I do come here often. Like, he... he there is that from the man's perspective there is that sort of thing yeah like a good looking guy does that no problem you know it's 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 a regular guy doing it (laughs) so it's nice to see matt a good looking guy go down go down yes yeah because they all been ugly and they all do it and that's where the not so good looking not so confident guys get the hints like damn he does that and they they love it so maybe i'll try it sure well no
2: it's the same rant that i'll go through
5: all the time. So we're about, about like Vince Vaughn. We're just Vaughan. mimicking the, the, you know. wait
2: right, but that's the thing is that Vince Vaughn is giving you know people the him. wrong idea. He's a shlubby <laughs> ugly guy who's in his 50s who gets to date in the movies where like he suddenly has to choose between two 24-year-old girls. Two he's not the only girls one. Those are fighting over him. Right, but he's like it's the same thing. It's like John constantly
5: 50 something year old guys have a 20 something right, right, year old Clint love interest. Clint Eastwood or whatever and or they're if like you even
3: watch Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. I'm like how's this old
2: guy getting all these young broads? Right. Like well, seriously. But it's the same thing that that new show and I, I don't like it. I watch one episode. And I was like, fuck the show. It's called Flaked. on. Oh yeah. We'll and that. I watched one episode, and I'm like, fuck this guy, <laughs> fuck Will Arnett. You 50 something? Oh, look at your bod when you're 50 something. Fuck you. You've got two, 23. You got a 22 year old and a 24 year old hot, hot girl, and both of them are like, oh, you're so amazing, Will Arnett. Fuck you for giving guys are, and his schlubby buddy friends. I gotta write me like, a script. Fuck that's them. That's Why are they giving people the idea that they can fucking date 24? You know. Fuck you. 24-year-old girls should be going after 24-year-old guys.
3: How come they're not going after 40-year-old chicks? Right. There are a lot of single there's 40 plenty, year old chicks
6: who
2: look, really, actually, look, look, some look of them look great. better than
6: 20 year yeah, olds. But the, but the ones, thing
2: is, is that the 50 year old guy, he's done with talking to women. He just wants a hot young piece of ass who's pretty and too dumb and just likes everything he says and thinks, wow, he's really great. He's so co-. And this guy is there's, a loser guy on the fucking show. He's an alcoholic from recovering alcohol. Right. And it's like, you are right, and it's like yeah. you're a loser. And that you give people hope because a regular slubby <laughs> guy who has shitty job is going and going like yeah i could get the 24 year old hot waitress dude it's it's, it feels it's uh for me cute. i used to be they're
5: selling alcoholic. they're selling the fantasy to us loser guys who have an otherwise miserable life
3: right no but the fantasy is the fact that people take in that fantasy and put it in their reality thinking that this is something real that they can actually do when it's not and also the fact of the matter that you know it's showing the fact that women over the age of 40 are not that attractive. And, you know, there's, it's still that all whole right. stereotype of like, you know, I got to get the younger chick because younger right. chicks are much better looking than like yeah, a woman the, over their forties or fifties. Yeah. Which the is not
5: false. on the menu concepts, right. like the like, last, you know, the last fuckable day, the Amy yeah. Schumer which skit. Which totally oh, false. I and know. I
3: think, and this, this plays into the fact of the me too, you know, where the fact of like all these, you know, you have to be young in order to be sexually harassed. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm like, fuck that, no, you don't have to be young. Well, I, you just- I, I was sexually harassed the other day on the street because of the outfit I was wearing. I wore a cute weird outfit and I kinda looked like a roller derby girl without roller skates. Oh, but I was covered up like I was wearing I was wearing orange nylons with Knee high socks this over the nor- to me. Right, so orange As nylons, a orange nylons with orange and black knee high stockings on top of those, and then I had on uh, a little pair of was I wearing like some cor- some kind of like little hot pants shorts, but I was covered, and then I wore um, a tank top that was sequined, and I had my bomber jacket on top of that, and I was just walking, and. I was harassed by Aww. so many dudes like a guy pulled his car over oh, and no. said he <laughs> pulled his car over in <laughs> the hell in the no. tenderloin and he says to me oh, how do Somebody? I get to the bay bridge and I said you're in a big truck you obviously have a smartphone what are you <laughs> ask the phone you why are, are you he was talking, talking to me is you the, hollering? and he's like come here Oh hell. Come no. here. I'm like, Mm-mm. no. That shit what don't work. You, why are you even talking to me? Yelling at me from a car. So so it happened like four like I'm times. A prostitute. Right? And like I'm a prostitute. Mm-mm. There were but four <laughs> times I was stopped by men um saying like commenting in some way and like in just being nasty well not i mean yeah there was it was it was cat calls it wasn't like the one guy who said uh girl you've been a living a long time to look 22 it wasn't a compliment like that like a <laughs> clever compliment it was like but yes. put my hand in your butt or stuff like you know like weird shit that or, i was getting yelled at me just and whistling too what look at that guy. and i'm like <gasps> Which is why I never, and I'm completely covered. See, this is, oh, see, this is why it doesn't
3: matter what you wear. It does not matter if you're wearing something short or busty or covered up, and hot in sh- shorts. <laughs> no, but when I,
2: but when I walk down the street like this, I, no one says anything to me. But if I was wearing, it's just, it's when I show my legs, like when I show them, even when they're covered, shown, and they're still, it's, I don't, I don't understand. But people. And when I so I get to the bar later in the day, and I tell my friend, I say, "Oh, this happened. I can't, guys can't stop screaming at me on the fucking street today." And my friend Katie, she she goes, "Well, you are dressed like that." <laughs> Fair enough. I mean (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing orange and that's and it was it was the week before um, Halloween, so I felt like it was fine. You're bright. I was bright. I was like rainbow bright. Yeah, you were like busty, you were just bright. I don't have any bust. I don't have (laughs) boobs, so I can't be busty. Like it's just I don't
3: understand why men think that hey girl when you're in your car that it's okay hey psst. hey yeah, girl yeah, come here yeah, yeah. oh yeah i'm going to come up to your car we'll stranger danger car. stranger and fucking
5: look hold Do you on you think i'm a Slow prostitute down. like Back i get out. it if girl, i was a prostitute
3: here. like for real like what kind of man are you punk ass bitch i hate that shit
2: I hate that shit And so everybody bad. knows that the prostitutes are on Shotwell in 19th between <laughs> Shotwell in 19th and 20th. So, and if I'm not on those two corners, don't fucking pull over and talk to me. Don't fucking pull over. Period. Well, those girls actually do want you to well, pull they were, over because well, it's their job. Them hoes, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hoes. I have no I, sex workers. All, I wish it was legal, kids. <laughs> I wish, I wish we could empower people to use that as a way to make money and secure their lifestyle of their choice. That would make me happy for Look, that to it's be it's already
5: called the oldest profession. Right. I mean, we can no longer be in denial that it is work. In, in, uh, it's work. Uh, that it's is real work. Su- you know, Absolutely. supply and demand. Uh, yeah. It's right well, in there in the capitalist doctrine uh, that I'll, it should be the most legal thing. We'll,
2: we'll close out the AltaCast um, with me promoting my new story. that It actually t- dovetails into this. I'm currently writing a story for Tim's Tesseract, which is Tim's Tesseract com and it's a new website that uh, pervert fervor and Tim Pizza have put together and so the story is called Jane Six and it's San Francisco the year 2222 and women in the ten lawn uh, have three choices they can be a sexer a breeder or a host and they have to choose and um, so the first two the first story was released yesterday and then the second one will come out they're going to be weekly installments on the website, so Damn. go, um, it's, it's super feminist, and he told me when he wanted me to write for this, he goes, Pam, you know, I really want you to write something cool, but, like, I don't want it to be political, and I'm like, okay, cool, so he says, like, you know, make it in the future with, like, aliens or some shit, I'm like, all right, I'll put it, started. but of course, it's completely political, it's completely yeah. feminist, <laughs> I was gonna say, so women in the future only have three choices, a sexer, a breeder, or a host, and then one of them sort nothing of breaks out, nothing political about that, Not at all. in the year 2220, it's after the water year the water wars of 2121 so there's I've, I've got some weird details that are kind coming out. there's Damn. no cats left in the world because Uh-oh. they were all the first alien invasion thought the cats they were like the perfect food source for them so the any cats sounds on, on like Earth, utopia now but that's for me it's the worst right but so these girls have no idea what cats are and one of them finds a book anyways it's <laughs> I mean she's like a book they, they had books it's very it's it's very futuristic and, and weird but it's totally political Women don't know how to read. Imagine that. Uh, (laughs) Just like Blackface. Just like, yeah, just like now. Uh, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Altcast Day. Thank you so much, Matthew Quirk, for Thank being here. Matthew. Latoya, the Sheriff of
1: Truth. Hey, thanks for being here. Always great.
2: a pleasure. Uh, coming up next, Some Call Me Tim, special guest, Alyssa Westerland. Yeah! Ah. Some Call Me Tim, we talk about uh, what people believe in, whether that be God, gods, cats, aliens, conspiracy theories, the hatred of men, the loving of men, the not wearing of bras, the, 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 the acceptance of culture, whatever. We're just going to talk. We talk for an hour. And it's a lot of fun. And hopefully, at 3 o'clock, I'm going to have Hal B. Klein in. He's from Pittsburgh Magazine, a buddy of mine from college. He writes for Food Magazine now. Oh, and uh, talk to him on, you put your weed in there. Talk to him about uh, cooking food and weed. Hopefully, he'll be here at 3 o'clock. So, thanks again for everybody for being here on the AltaCast. Uh, we'll I won't see you for the two weeks. She'll be gone in Cabo. I'm going to be she'll in be, Cabo. She's going to come back black. I'm going to come back tan. I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew so I tan pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll I don't like freckle and burn. I, I sort of burn and then tan. I freckle and burn. So yeah, I, what's that like? I'm lucky. I know that, two. We got the two gingers in the house in the hizzy. Hey. I used to dye my hair red because I wanted to be one of your people. Uh, <laughs> I know. Cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. appropriation. For years I did it. I was Does a terrible color match. The cuff? Yeah, it just it, it, it Love didn't me some at all. Uh, thanks guys, for being here. Uh, stay tuned for some call me Tim. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
6: the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy, shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good
1: evening,
8: ladies But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. Yes got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every friday from 8 to 10 p.m as your host pam benjamin brings you the best comedy from san francisco and beyond the universe and what's better than the universe it's a cash cow, honey <laughs>
2: Thank okay. you for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shahada. Mr. Shahada did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed. Moved from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. FJS.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco.
4: Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than the Mutiny mutinyradio.fm our 30 seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band birthday party, comedy show dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event fundraiser, if you think it we can do it, you run the door in promotion we run the sound, space and podcast, rentals available Thursday, Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. hurt me, but boy how it burns me whenever she touched me And you know, I feel so lucky. Oh.
6: Bob, you ever wanna be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever wanna be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, oh, shit. <laughs> From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop. There's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, you before they tell you how to get improvements.
0: The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime,
4: Volume 1, now available on Amazon.